are listening to a Commonwealth Bank of Australia Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. This podcast provides general market-related information and is not intended to be an investment research report. The information contained in this podcast is based on previously published material. And before listening, you're advised to read the full Global Economic and Markets Research Disclaimers, which can be found at combankresearch.com.au. Welcome to the Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. My name is Kim Mundy and I'm a Senior International Economist here at CBA and today I'm joined by Belinda Allen who's a Senior Economist in the Australian Economics Team. Hi Belinda. Hi Kim. So it's the third Tuesday of the month which means that of course we are talking about the household spending intentions data. So if we look back at uh, what the data has shown us for May, what are your overall thoughts from, from it, Belinda? Well, it's certainly continuing to show that there's been a generally positive consumer environment mm-hmm. uh, in May 2021, and we certainly saw that in April. It's fair to say, though, that we are still seeing some lingering effects from what happened 12 months ago, which mm. was obviously mm-hmm. the worst of the COVID-19 lockdown. So if we think back to what... The April data showed us all categories were up Mm -hmm. because of base effects, because we're all in lockdown 12 months ago. So now in May 2021, we have to think about what happened 12 months ago. There was some reopening of the economy. Mm -hmm. So we are now seeing home buying, health and fitness, education and motor vehicles continue to trend higher. Travel and entertainment are moving sideways. And retail uh, is heading lower and that's really, I think, where we saw the base. So we did see, obviously, the worst of the lockdowns in April 2020 Mm -hmm. and those started to be eased, obviously, in May 2020. So I guess the fact that we were all out there spending money, making the most of our freedom in May 2020 means that the rise compared to this month doesn't look quite as stratospheric as it has in the last few months. Yes, that's right. So what we also are now doing is looking at the data compared to 2019, which we do regard as a relatively normal year. Mm -hmm. So based on that, we're still seeing a solid improvement across most spending categories, particularly home buying, retail, health and fitness, entertainment and car buying. No surprises when we do compare particular categories, including education and travel, they remain lower than 2019. Mm because they're the ones that are most impacted by the closure of the international border. But outside of that, it does sound like the Australian economy is definitely, it's recovered and we're, we're on the path forward. Yeah, definitely. Obviously, the, the main caveat to that is obviously uh, the recent lockdown in Victoria. Yes. Have we seen any impacts from that in the data in this month? So not in terms of the household spending intention series for May. We would anticipate we would see some impact uh, in the June data when mm-hmm. we release that in a month's time. We do, however, see an impact in the weekly credit and debit card spend data that we do look at. So looking at that, we have certainly seen spending in Victoria nosedive, particularly compared to 2019. So that's now looking flat on 2019, whereas pre-lockdown it was up over 15%. Are we expecting to see any lingering impacts from that or is it sort of just back to business as usual once the lockdown is lifted? That's generally the case. So previous lockdowns, which we have seen a few short, sharp lockdowns in Australia Mm -hmm. over the course of 2021, we do generally see spending momentum pick up to its previous rate. This has been a little bit longer, so it may take a little bit longer to to get back up to that level, but we would certainly expect to see spending momentum resume once the economy has fully reopened in Victoria. 
So I guess if we move on to each of the individual categories and just have a quick look at what's going on, why don't we start with the one that's on everyone's mind at the moment and that is home buying intentions. We certainly have continued to see home buying spending intentions remain elevated in May 2021 and that's compared to both May 2020 and May 2019. We certainly have seen an improvement through stronger home loan applications Mm -hmm. and Google searches as well. And I think that's no surprise when we look at what is happening in the broader housing market in Australia. We have continued to see very strong demand, not only from owner-occupiers, but investors are coming back into Mm -hmm. the market. So we continue to see the housing market to be a key source of support for the Australian economy this year. And you did mention that retail spending intentions have been a bit flat over the month. Did anything stand out in particular? So when we look at what is happening in retail in May 2021 compared to May 2020, it is still up. There are some few exceptions to that, and that is particularly household furnishings and equipment. Uh, So we did see that uh, fall a little in May 2021. It obviously surged a lot uh, in April 2020 Mm. as we all started to use our homes as offices. So we are starting to see that category move around. Also relative to May 2019, retail spending remains solid across a number of categories. So that's clothing and footwear, groceries, supermarkets, digital apps, pet shops. Everyone went out there and got a dog uh, (laughs) since COVID. Uh, We are still seeing some areas of weakness in May 2021 compared to May 2019. And that's really around dry cleaning and laundry services because we're not coming into the office as much. We're spending less on that. And obviously we're not travelling, so we're spending less at duty-free stores, which I think is no surprise. Well, that's a good segue into the (laughs) next uh, section, which is travel spending intentions. What are we seeing there? Well, if we just look at May 2021 compared to May 2020, travel spending intentions remain extremely high because 12 months ago, all travel was off Mm. the cards, whereas now we're more able to move between states. Mm -hmm. Domestic travel is certainly happening again. But not surprisingly, when we compare travel spending intentions to May 2019, they're still lower, and that's because international travel is off the table. Still very strong demand and spending on things like aquariums, camper and RV dealers, motorhomes, tourist attractions, trailer parks and campgrounds. So our holidays look very different to (laughs) what they did a year, if not two years ago. Uh, And obviously when we compare travel spending to May 2019, still a lot lower spending on things like airlines and and cruise ships, travel agents and, and car rental. And what about health and fitness spending intentions? Is everyone still out riding their bikes that they bought uh, during lockdown last year? That's a a very good question. So what we are seeing in the data at the moment is health and fitness spending in May 2021 is much higher compared to 2020, apart from bike shops. So as you rightly said, 12 months ago, everyone did go out there and buy a bike to get their exercise during lockdown Mm -hmm. or commute to work in a slightly different way. So we have seen that come off. Uh, But otherwise, we are certainly seeing a resumption of uh, spending on things like dentists, doctors, hospitals, optometrists and things like that and particularly compared to 2019 we're seeing more spending on sports apparel, personal care and even bike shops compared to 2019. In good news spend on ambulances remains lower 
than 2019. That is good news. It is. And what about entertainment spending? I imagine it's similar trends there with we couldn't spend much on entertainment uh, this time last year. Yes, definitely. And certainly the spending has shifted. Mm. So we are spending more on recreation services closer to the home than what we would when we were travelling. So spending more on eating and drinking out, personal care, bowling alleys. And things like that. And obviously compared to 12 months ago, we now can go back to the movie theatre and see live theatre. So that has changed. And if we turn to education, obviously there's a lot of focus on that in terms of international education with borders closed. What are we seeing there? So certainly compared to May 2020, education spending intentions is higher. But when we look at education spending intentions compared to May 2019, we're still seeing a lower value of Mm -hmm. spend on education and that really is because of those international border closures. The one standout though is a lift in spending on correspondence schools. Okay and wrapping it up finally, motor vehicle purchase intentions. Are we all out buying cars? Well based on the number of car loan applications that that we are seeing The answer is yes. (laughs) Uh, So spending intentions on that category do certainly remain higher. So once again, I think it is a a trend that we have seen post-COVID. Demand for new and used cars remains strong in 2021 as we're moving around very differently than Mm. we did uh, during COVID. And also I think that is certainly being impacted by the wealth effect. So generally, if wealth is rising caused by rising dwelling prices, Mm -hmm. we're likely to go out there and and buy a new car. So I think that's also impacting that category. Well, overall, it sounds like uh, we've still got some good positive momentum going on in the Australian economy here, which is good to see. Great. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Belinda. You can read our monthly household spending intentions report on our website at combankresearch.com.au, which was published on the 15th of June 2021. The data used in the Commonwealth Bank Household Spending Intention Series is a combination of the CBA data and publicly available Google Trends data. Where CBA data is cited, this refers to the bank proprietary data and the statistics take into account only the bank's data. It may not reflect all trends in the market. All customer data used or represented is anonymised and aggregated before analysis and is used and disclosed in accordance with the group's privacy policy statement. 